Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Venom R1 Business Podcast, and I am your host. Um, I want to thank you guys for passing by today. I greatly appreciate every single one of you. Um, I have an announcement to make. I think we are 10 plays or maybe three or four episodes from reaching our goal set by Mr. Gary V himself. And what we want to talk about today is positivity. Um, as I'm putting this tour together, um, everything is coming together, you know, by the grace of God. And I couldn't be more excited to share in this positivity with all of you. Um, I want to talk about positivity because I feel that the world needs, needs love and understanding and, and support. And sometimes we don't get enough of that, maybe in our childhood or as we're developing or even at the home. So we need to look around us and look at the people that we care for and just let them know that we appreciate them. You know, I remember a few years ago, I did a, a podcast where, you know, I basically just said thank yous to all the people that I care for, to all the people that, you know, I have love for and appreciation for, because literally, you know, people took me out of the, the darkness, you know, not knowing, being young, and trying different things with my career. So, for me, I think it's, it's important to, to take out the time to actually elaborate on that, because we don't do it enough. You know, there's so many blessings that all of us can be grateful for, from the smallest to the most complex things in our lives. And again, I'm at this moment where I'm sorting out my catalog. I'm going through, you know, the process of preparing this tour. And I'm just moving on, you know, just moving forward with my life. Um... I surround myself with positive people, you know, excellent people, and um, for me, that is uh, the most important thing, just positivity, you know, I feel like I've been through so much in my life just like the average person has, and in a sense, you know, I feel that all the storms are behind me, and because of that, you know, my focus is on everything that is driven by positivity. You know, life does not have a manual. It does not have a step-by-step, this is how you do it. But um, all we could do every single day is just try our best and focus on that. You know, we all face challenges, sometimes emotional you know, sometimes financial, you know, psychological, and it can be a limitation to other things that we want to do in life. And most of the time, when there's a blessing around the corner, this is when the storm hits. This is when the challenges come. 
you know, you're trying to focus to see how you're going to grow in life, and then you're bombarded with things. And I always remember one of my friends telling me that life cannot be a routine, right? It can't just be work, bills, and drama, right? That we need to pursue our dreams because during those times where we may not have the energy, that's when we need to push forward the most. That's when we have to be the most positive. You know, we have to be the most focused. You know, for me, this has been a spiritual challenge. It's been a spiritual battle every single day, you know, to create music, to keep up with the industry, to find out what's going on, and just to stay focused, you know. Basically, I call it the pursuit of happiness. You know, I'm a very free spirit. I don't like to be limited. I don't like to be set back. I don't, I don't like to be around negativity. You know, I believe that when people reveal who they are, you need to believe them. You know, when you find yourself in a situation or circumstance that's just negative, it's not going to yield anything positive, then the best thing is to walk away. And I'm at that interval in my life. You know, I was actually, for the first time in some time, you know, looking into the flights for basically my accommodations for the tour. Um, I kind of expanded my horizons to places where I may want to perform. That, let's say in the past, I, I never really considered, you know. But at the same time, another friend of mine said that anytime, let's say, a promoter reaches out, it's like the promoter has his money in his hands. So let's not focus on the details of how many people in the venue, how much can you guys pay me. It's like, all right, let's work it out. You know, how much can you afford to pay me? Let's do the event. You know, thank you for supporting me and believing in me in the beginning and um, kind of going from there. You know what I'm saying? Kind of building from there, building from that. And, um, you know, just kind of establishing myself from there. And then, you know, as time progresses and you are developing a new market, then, you know, as your prices increase as an artist for performing, then basically you will always remember the people that gave you an opportunity, you know. I feel in my heart that every single day is a prayer. Every single day is like a, a new opportunity to build uh, that dream, you know. And I have a very deep understanding of life. You know, pain is the universal language. And all I've done is my best to try to help, you know, as much as I can, and, um, you know, life is life, and you have to live it, you know, you just try your best every single day, but um, I'm in a moment where I have to feed myself positivity all the time, because the spiritual war is real, the spiritual battle is clear, there are so many challenges, there's so many circumstances. You know, there's just so many things that can not necessarily stop you, but uh, basically uh, slow down or hinder your growth. And I believe that everyone deserves to grow 
You know, everyone deserves to basically, like, you know, have the opportunity to establish themselves, to pursue their happiness, to pursue their dreams. You know, as we grow older, the people that are closest to us, little by little, they they find their own ways in life. And, you know, it can be a sad process. You know, like, my kids are older. My kids have their careers, you know, and sometimes you do feel like the the quote-unquote empty nester, right? Like, damn, you know, the kids are growing up. But um, I've learned a lot of things by being a musician, like being an artist. You know, my kids, they have their own lives. They have their own everything, you know what I mean? So it's a, it's a powerful thing, you know? It's a powerful thing. Like, you know, all we could do is take everything one step at a time, you know, take everything one day at a time and, you know, do our best to, to grow, you know, just to move forward, you know, and I'm at this moment in my life where, let's say people that I would have went to for support or for understanding, they've uh, found a way out of my life. Meaning, without forcing anything, they, let's say, have a lot going on. And, you know, what can you do? You know, if, if a circumstance or a situation happens and you reach out, and let's say for me, I needed advice, right? It happened so many times that eventually I said, you know what, maybe... The time has come to not, you know, force uh, the situation. You know, not not force anything in my life. Like, I've given all power and control to God. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I have been challenged. You know, I have been challenged to really live and honor that. And, um, you know... It's like having the sense of knowing where you're not wanted or where you've overextended your welcome. You know, as far as I'm concerned or as far as I can see, my intuition never lies to me. You know, at times I've tried to be stronger than my intuition. You know, I've tried to question my intuition and say like, okay, maybe not at this time or maybe not under these circumstances or maybe let me wait with this or wait with that, you know? And time and time again, you know, it's kind of like my faith in the higher power. Like, it's just clear to me. You know, I know where I am under like a spiritual attack. And in a sense, God has brought all these people into my life. And they'll have a fair chance or a fair opportunity to make themselves a part of this dream. Like my dream is big enough for anyone to become a part of it. You know, I think a person really has to go out of their way in order to 
to, I guess, jump off the money train. You know, and when a person shows you that it's not in their heart, that it's not in their state of mind, that they don't understand the miracles that are happening, that's when you know that it's time to to go. You know, you understand that those people don't belong in your life. And the truth doesn't hurt. It's accepting it. It's accepting the fact that it's okay if things change. It's okay if people find their way out of your dream. Because everyone's dream may not be to support your own dream. And there's nothing wrong with that. Remember, there's no right or wrong. There's no up and down. There's no left and right. There just is. You know, if you are pursuing your dream, and let's say you become successful, right? I had a friend of mine talk about this today. And then you have a relative who's also successful, but let's say you were successful first and on a grander scale. From what my friend was saying, criticizing mutual friends that we have, he said that if, for example, my brother was Michael Jordan and I was playing Major League Baseball or even in the NBA, my job would be to protect my brother, which in this example would be Michael Jordan. You know, all the things that my brother would want to say, but he wouldn't be able to say or do because he's protecting his brand, his franchise, I would be the person to do that. In other words, I would be a good assistant coach and let my brother shine if he's Phil Jackson, to give you an example. Kind of like Batman and Robin, right? And, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, all we could do is push forward. Everybody doesn't feel that way. You know, some people feel that their success is your failure or your failure is their success. And that couldn't be farthest from the truth. I always say that after I mention that because God created the universe in this abundance. And, you know, there's enough for everybody, particularly me with my dream, my goals and my aspirations. Um, you know, at the end of the day, it was always about the people that I cared about and my dream was big enough for everybody. In fact, if I couldn't have the, the dreams of the people around me become like fulfilled, then it took away the meaning that my dream had because my dream was for me to be successful so I could make the dreams possible for the people around me and that's a choice you know that's a mentality that we choose everybody doesn't think like that and it's okay you know I like apples you like oranges I like the Yankees you like Boston you know what I'm saying there's no right or wrong here people do what is in their heart people do what is in their mind people do what is in their soul and at the end of the day, you have to allow an empty space to fulfill itself. There's nothing we could do to force the situation. 
it's more like, you know, power through, push forward, you know, take everything a day at a time, you know, hope for the best, and expect the worst. You know, it's as simple as that. You know, that's all you, you can do at the end of the day. You know, all you can do at the end of the day is hope for the best. And if things don't work out organically or naturally, then all we can do is push forward. At the end of the day, that's all we can do is just move forward. Because anytime a challenge occurs or even a door closes, is because God is opening another opportunity. And, you know... I truly believe that in my heart. I truly believe that in my soul. I believe that in in my spirit. You know? It's sad, but it's like if I go to France or to Italy... And it's a part of my tour, right? Let's say I have 25 performances. After those 25 performances, I have to go. I have to go to the next, you know, country, the next city, the next performance. And a part of you always stays where you've been. You know, you're always going to remember the first time you performed in Germany or the first time you performed in France, or even in the UK. But the reality is, is that as much love as is inside of your heart, that's not your home. Especially me being an artist, I travel so much, right? So, it's one of those things that, you know, it's kind of difficult to understand for people that, that haven't been in entertainment, you know, you sacrifice a lot being away from the family, and when you have free time, you want to spend it with your family. At the same time, you understand that this is part of of your career, you know. If I have a business meeting, I have to jump on a plane, I have to jump on a plane. If I have a performance that is in another country, my family depends on that income. You know, and everybody doesn't understand that as an artist, you want to hyper-connect. You want everybody to be in accord, in a synergy. You want every everything to be perfect. You want everybody to understand, but everybody doesn't understand. And when you're building a team, you must move in the same direction and at the same time, at the same moment, or it doesn't work. You know, you cannot have a team where you're constantly being held back and you're trying to do new things and you're trying to expand into new facets of life, even new markets for your business, product, or your service. And then at the end of the day, you know, you have people around you that are doubtful or fearful or unwilling to explore, unwilling to try new things. You know, these are all things that would not allow you to get to the next level of life. This is not easy. There's no manual to this. There's no like 
you want to be successful, start here, do this or that. All you can do is learn from the legends, learn from the greats, and follow in their footsteps. You know, for me, it's very sad when I have to make these really, really challenging decisions. You know, and at the end of the day, all I can do is pray and power forward. I have no idea what God has planned for me. You know, I have no idea what the future holds. All I can do is push forward and power through. Because in the end, the love will always overpower the hate. And the positivity will always win. No matter what and regardless of anything. There's nothing like when all the stars are aligned. And when everybody is praying for the same success and everybody's on the same accord, it creates magic. You know, the things that you're able to do that may seem so challenging at times happen so easily and effortlessly. And, you know, people may be mesmerized. You know, why is it? You know, or how is it? Because they don't fully understand. But when they see it happen, they can quickly, like, identify that, you know what? It's really happening. And I get to be a witness of it. I get to partake and learn from it. I get to incorporate everything that's already in my heart and in my soul. You see, some people have an ugly spirit. Some people's frequency, their energy, is just not there. And no matter what you do, all you can do is push forward because you cannot force things. And I'm going to give you a wild card example, but maybe it's important for you entrepreneurs and especially for our audience that is in entertainment, music, movies, etc. There's a famous artist overseas who's been in a long-term relationship for a long time and was an elite couple in entertainment where everybody was inspired by them, everybody was driven by their beautiful love story, how they were so supportive of each other. You know, the artist was able to be an artist. You know, the wife was just support, support, support. And it was such a beautiful thing. Well, a few days ago, I want to say yesterday, sometime yesterday in the early morning hours, there was a discussion, there was an argument. Um, they were inside of a vehicle. And the wife took a knife. And let me, let me just say this. White weapons are a little bit different than regular weapons, like swords, knives, ninja stars, shit like that. This particular artist, from me being a personal friend, this has always been his fear. He would go on interviews, and I always found this shocking or peculiar. He would go on interviews and say, you know, I got to be careful because any one of these fans, especially overseas, can just take out a knife and just stab me in the heart. You know, in my country, that has a different meaning. I'm What I'm saying, I'm not expressing it literally. It's just like a saying, you know. 
And it's an old world saying, as you could tell, because at the time, you know, people had no other way to kind of, um, let's say, express what, what they were trying to convey, right? And that was his fear. His fear was small arms, what they call white weapons, which is like knives. Like, that, that is his fear. So, in this moment of intrigue, there had to be some type of premeditation because this lady chose that weapon to terrorize and intimidate before the attack. And it's a psychological problem already. And it's very important that we discuss that. Now, a fight breaks out in the vehicle, close quarters. She is trying to take this person's life. There's no other way to explain it. And it should be taken with that seriousness and that severity. This person stabbed um, the artist, the, the wife of the artist, stabbed the artist 47 times. Another friend of ours that has a radio station and like a vlog, like a video version of a radio show or podcast, was saying that, you know, when Jordan came back, you know, when he dropped 45 points, that was like legendary. Well, she exceeded what Michael Jordan did by two more stab wounds. Both arms of this gentleman are hacked. Like, they, they're, it's just so gruesome, right? Just imagine it. This is an artist that does, you know, party records, love records, pretty boy records, you know, commercial music, but with a little, you know, urban music feel to it. And when you look at the wounds, when they were getting ready to be stitched together at the hospital, you know, the media shows the wounds. The wounds are so, like, out of this world. After a day, they return home. And what winds up happening, you will not believe. He went on a press tour and he told the public that he will be going to counseling to work things out with the wife. Deep down inside, he still loves her and he wants to work things out. So now there's another episode in the radio show, the podcast, and the vlog where everyone in the media is warning this person, listen, there's not going to be a second time. There's no way that you could sleep next to a person like that without full body armor. You understand me? Number one. Number two, um, I believe the gentleman was saying, or everybody in the industry believes that, you know what? You've reached the point of no return. This is a homicide attempt. This is an attempt at somebody's life. And when in a relationship you get to physical altercations, it's time to walk away. It is very dangerous. Anything can happen. You know, one person can force the other. Or one person can force over, you know, 
basic things and it can lead to a tragedy for either person. So as hurtful as it is, as much love as they obviously have for each other, you know, some relationships are toxic. That's just the nature of, of what we're talking about. But again, it comes down to seeing things for how they are, not how we want to see them. And basically, you know, allowing an empty space to fill itself. You cannot force things in life. You cannot force somebody to love you. You cannot force somebody to understand you or support you or even like you. You know, it is just the reality. You know, what can you do at the end of the day when you're facing a situation like that? There's no positivity. There's no future there. There's no growth. I know it hurts, and I know it can be daunting to many of you. You know, many people go through these circumstances, and it's kept very private, but it shows in your public life. It shows in your career. It shows in your businesses. It shows in everything that you do because now the rules of engagement have changed. There are no barriers of respect. The same way that you could disrespect someone that you really, really love, you can easily disrespect somebody that you just met yesterday. So, you know, at the end of the day, it's very hard to reverse the clock. For example, in life, I've learned that words have power. You know, words have a frequency. And there's certain things that you cannot say because they're irreversible. You know, you may say something that completely upsets a person or hurts that person's feelings. And that scar, even though it's verbal, may never heal. So then what do you do? You're going to lose a brotherhood, a bond, a friendship, a relationship, even a marriage, or even just a commitment. Maybe you get engaged to somebody. But in a moment of passion or anger, um, you know, you say something so hurtful that now that person feels like, you know what, we're not even married yet. We're not even fully committed to each other. We don't even know each other 100%. And you've already created a lifetime scar. Now, moving on. I learned in business that good people are hard to find. And when you find a person that has a good heart, good head on their shoulders, that you know deep down inside nobody's perfect but means very, very well, you have to do your best to be there for that person to support that person as they're growing because that's the only way that they'll stay with you. You know, eventually, people will move on. People will adapt. Somebody feels cornered. Somebody feels like their growth is not being appreciated or even respected or even supported. They're going to move on. They're going to find uh, an environment where they can flourish, right? And... I believe in treating people right the first time when they are first a part of your of your life, you know. Once a person is gone, 
it's a little hard to to move on you know it's it's harder to rebuild something once you've destroyed it by mistreating a person um being abusive to a person whether it's verbally physically or psychologically um you know it it, it just it changes the dynamic of things um now we naturally as humans overanalyze things and it could be the simplest things you know for example for me i'm a religious person so i always have like a spiritual view of things and i pray for wisdom and i pray for clarity i pray for god to show me you know what it is that god intends for me to do and at the end of the day you know it's probably the best way that i manage things in my life especially when it's something complex or outside of my realm and understanding and you know at the end of the day all i can do is push forward you know i've dealt with so many people in my life in my career you know very in everything that i've done that i know to trust and follow my intuition my instincts very rarely lie to me like if a person is approaching me in in a negative way in any shape or form you know basically 9 out of 10 I'm going to be right and maybe 9 and a half times you know when somebody has a good heart it shows in everything that they do not just in similar circumstances like i'll give you an example i learned this from a previous business partner you know this person was great person you know good guy you know a person of faith a person of the church and was very religious when it came to his faith his belief as far as going to the church and supporting the church etc you know stuff like that but when it came to business this person was very ruthless was very cold-hearted and this was a standard that I set for myself and my business partners if you're going to be a religious man of faith okay if that's what's in your heart and that's what's in your body and in your soul you need to be a religious person in all that you do the way that you speak to somebody the way that you treat somebody the way that you acknowledge the other person's essence in all that they do if you are unable to do that then you know you're not a man of faith or a woman of faith you're not a person that is quote unquote religious because it can be just convenient like i'm going to believe in god and do right when i'm at church but then when somebody becomes a part of my business i'm going to bully them and push them around and make them feel uncomfortable because you have to understand if i have a company and i hire somebody it is no longer neutral ground because that person knows you know i just work here this is not my home right it's not my family's home you know i just work here so if you intimidate a person that has to show up every single day and do their job you know every single day any circumstance or situation is going to take a little bit of the comfort away from that person and it's going to add to the discomfort 
eventually that person is going to be driven to walk away because your intuition is not going to lie to you. If you walk into a room and you feel like you're being belittled or mistreated or even ridiculed, there's only so many days that you can process that and let it go. Eventually, you'll say, you know what? Maybe I need to exclude myself from this environment, from the situation, from these circumstances, and from this collective of people. You know, I've reached that point many, many times. You know, by the grace of God, I've been able to find avenues and even business opportunities to never have to settle for that. Like, I've been my own boss my entire life. So, when things start to flake, or not work out, I don't have to do anything but just let them disintegrate on their own. It doesn't occupy mental or emotional, psychological real estate in my mind. It's very simple. You know, a person that doesn't belong in your life will eventually leave your life. A person that doesn't belong in your circle of love will find their way out of it. You see, we never know how much energy something has until it's released. I could be the person to change your life. You push me away, that's on you. You know, we may be business partners in one business venture, but I may have a completely different business venture that I could easily welcome you to and say, yo, you know what, there's another venture here. You understand me? So... The potential for growth is always there. Just like I tell people to look for God in every situation, look for the potential in every situation. What can you learn? What can you incorporate? What can you change? Change is good. Um, maybe I'm just a test. Maybe I'm just an example. You know, look at the way that, you know, I may have been mistreated. And look at all the things that I was bringing to the table to offer. So, you destroyed an opportunity with a person that was probably your greatest ally up until this moment. Make sure that you learn from this lesson and you don't allow that to happen to you in the future. I always say this in business. When somebody prays for me, God sends me. The minute that people feel like they have God in their hands, God sends me where I need to be. So you cannot be surprised how God sent me into your life, into the business, into the opportunity, right? And then be surprised how God will also take me away because it's a formula. It doesn't matter if you do it with a thousand people, you're going to get the same results. You know, the world needs love. There's too much going on in the world. Absolutely too much going on in the world. People are going through some really, really hard times financially, emotionally, psychologically, even sub-psychologically to add another constraint to a person. And this is why I wanted to focus so much on positivity because at the end of the day, what more is there? Why are we working so hard every day? 
Why are we pushing forward for new goals and new goals and new goals and new opportunities? We have to ask ourselves, why? What is the reason? It has to be for something. It has to be for something greater than X amount of dollars at the end of the day or, or even a paycheck or a 401k or IRA or a Rothschild account or something like that. So it just gives you so many examples. You know, I gave you guys a few wild card examples. They're not all perfect. But what I expect for you is to extrapolate what applies to you, what works for you. You add your own flavor to it. You add your own remix. I'm just showing you how I make my oatmeal cookies. You figure out your way may be even better. And that's what it's about. I was so lucky and I'm so grateful and I'm so appreciative that the right people came into my life at the right time. And that these people um, contributed to my future because they poured into my mind, into my spirit, into my soul. They made me grow. They, they, they pushed me to be the best version of myself. And because of everything that God has blessed me with, everything I learned, everything I studied, you know, I have this beautiful and unique point of view and this state of mind. And it's about positivity. It's about growth. It's about being a builder. Your dreams are, you know, the most powerful things or elements that God could have placed in your essence. You know, it's like the most beautiful thing that God could have, like, given us as a gift. It, It is truly a gift. That we have the power of will. That we can choose our own dreams, you know. Um, I always mention one of my teachers. And in one of his lectures, one of his most famous lectures. And all of you that listen to my podcast have heard this. Everybody doesn't want a BMW. Everybody's happiness is not having, you know, this, that, or the third. Like, you know, my happiness may be driving in my Lamborghini with my wife or my son. Or one of my kids. You know. I don't feel bad for anybody that doesn't have one. Because everybody can have one. They didn't stop making them when I got mine. So. Every day they make a brighter one. A faster one. More prestigious one. More expensive. More everything. More, 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 more. There's so much money being generated every day. So many things being created every day. All you have to do is look for the opportunity. Look for the potential. To bring the best that you have to achieve your dreams of your own choosing and liking and of your own quantity. You know, for some people, success may be to have 15 elephants. For some people, it may be to have 15 Ferraris or 15 office buildings or 15 gas stations. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, um, you know, it's deep and it's powerful, but at the same time, it's basic. And easily understood, easily consumed by anyone that has a good heart and is trying to improve the way they talk, the way they think, the way they act, the way they gesturize. Because in this beautiful world, there are billions and billions of people. And we all have to understand each other. We all have to support each other. We all have to get along. Doesn't mean that we have to agree with everything. We just have to understand. 
and I can do battle by myself. You know, I can walk across the street if that's going to be the key to my success. So I'll give you an example. In Tai Chi, they teach you if there's a freight train coming at full speed and it's coming in your direction, what are you going to do? You're going to fight the train? You're going to pull out a rocket launcher? No. You step out of the way. It's as simple as that. You move out of the way. Let the train continue at full speed and God bless and God speed. It's not my position to defuse every single bomb. I cannot change every single life, but that's not going to stop me from attempting or aiming to change every life that I can change. Tupac said, I may not change the world, but I'm going to spark the brain that changes the world. I happen to believe in my heart that I am that brain. I have songs where I'm talking about it. I've probably heard a few people say that they are that brain. But it's just to give you an example. So, I'm giving you guys all of me in the best way that I can. Because throughout the tour, all of these teachings and understandings as I'm learning, I'm teaching you guys. And I'm sharing this with you guys. And I'm also learning from all of you. There is no perfect way to do things. You know, everybody can make an oatmeal cookie in their own way. But one thing I do know, and I have faith and belief in myself, is that I'm always going to try my best to share the 1% of the 1% of the 1% that I know. And that's what it's all about. If we all just gave each other a little bit more support or a little bit more understanding, you know, that would be essential. And it is essential for our growth in the future. You know, we cannot go around being nonchalant and belittling people and putting people down and bullying people and mistreating them, even with words. You know, words are something that we should understand their power. You know, you could really hurt somebody the same way. That somebody could be having a horrible day. And all it takes is for one person to say, God bless you. Have a blessed day. It lights up a spiritual candle inside. You don't know what a person's going through. You don't know what they're uh, experiencing. You just don't know. And that that simple act of kindness can make the entire difference. You know, that simple have a blessed day. Even, you know, the small gestures like you go to a restaurant and they hand you an extra cup of water. That's priceless. You know, most people don't have to do that. But you can easily tell when somebody is going out of their way to give you their best. That's honorable, man. Like, we're talking about things that are are very deep. And these are all elements that are carried out by choice. So make sure that you choose 
to be supportive to all the people that you love, to be understanding, to let them know how much you appreciate them. Because even Kobe Bryant, one of his famous quotes is, one of our biggest mistakes is to think that we have time. You know? It's powerful shit, man. Kobe Bryant died yards away from my house. My son played in his academy. Like, that was a dream come true for me and my wife. And he lost his life tragically with his daughter, with a few coaches and a few of the mothers and the wives and a few of the children. What are the chances? So close to me and my family. You know, Kobe Bryant is my favorite player in the history of the NBA. And and probably my favorite player, my, my favorite player of all time, the Black Mamba mentality. My artist name is Venom, you know, and it all goes together, you know, the Mamba mentality. So, you know, at the end of the day, it is what it is, like, you know, what can you do but learn from that situation? A lot of people said they shouldn't have flown that day. No one knows for sure who forced for them to actually, you know, take that flight. You know, the weather conditions were not the best. There was a radar system that the helicopter didn't have, you know. And it's one of those things like, you know, what can you do but push forward? That's all you could do is push forward. You know, that's all you could do is push forward and, and not have to feel that anything has to be forced in life. I've, I've listened to a lot of Alan Watts. My older brother actually put me on to Alan Watts. And there's a lot of key note lectures that he's given and I favor about two or three of them where what he's discussing basically is the in necessity or unnecessity to force anything in life. And the older I get, the more I understand that. You know, if you're going to do something, do it right or don't do it at all. You know? I truly, truly feel that in my heart. And for example, it's one of those days tomorrow I have to do a few demonstrations. So I'm going to be venturing out to a few of my other investments. And, um, you know, it's a change. It's a shift. You know, sometimes, you know, some of my business partners can take things personally because they don't understand what I'm doing. But, you know, as long as I am being supportive of our business venture. I also need for my business partners to support my other business ventures. And that is something that, you know, all you can really do is, is train people for that. You have to lead by example because me and you may be business partners and I may venture off into a new business venture, but you know, who knows in the future, you may have one or more business ventures. So it is important for all of us to support each other. And it goes back to the same principle. 
when you are blessed by the higher power, the creator, to have amazing people around you, care for them, love them, support them, understand them, nurture them in every way that you can. Because if you don't, God will open the door for them to leave your life. And God will take his people to the promised land of milk and honey. They will find a positive environment where they can flourish. And you may live to regret your decisions and your actions and your gestures and your words and your thoughts. Because you may be reading about their success story overnight. Everybody loves Lamborghini because they remember how he was treated as a tractor farmer builder of, of these trucks, how he was treated by Ferrari. And because he was so hurt by the mistreatment, he went and created his own company. You see, to this day, it is one of the best brands. People say that when you buy a Ferrari, it's because you're trying to be somebody. But when you buy a Lamborghini, it's because... You already are somebody. And I leave you with that. Thank you so much for your time. That's all the time that we have for today. May you conquer everything in your path. May you, uh, you know, everything that you turn, I mean, everything that you touch turn into solid gold. May you conquer everything in your path. Always remember to dream big because dreams come true. It happened to me and I know for a fact it's going to happen to you. Thank you so much for being here. It's all about positivity. There's nothing else. You know, nobody should settle for anything else. You know, if you see that you are in an environment that you don't need to be in, walk away. You'll thank me for it. God bless. I love you all.